Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. You probably have your year all planned out, all of the activities in place, and you're going to make this happen. Let's talk about how you can balance that idea of powering through with trying to reduce the friction in your home. Joining me for this discussion is Laura Pitney. Laura, good to have you back. (laughs) Thanks for having me. As we're thinking about the year ahead, we make a lot of plans and we get geared up and enthusiastic for the year, but I read a recent, recently I read a quote that was about instead of trying to increase your willpower and force things to happen, try decreasing the friction. I think that might be a good idea as we look to the year ahead. What are your thoughts? I definitely like the idea of that. Um, I think there's a lot of wisdom in that statement of trying to reduce our friction in our home. I think friction naturally happens whether we plan for it or not. I just think (laughs) situations and circumstances arise in our home that maybe we didn't plan for. Um, So when I think about that statement of trying to reduce friction, I think one of the first things that comes to mind is I've got to be aware and be Mm. observant of my home atmosphere so that I can take notice of those friction points. Um, If you're doing that, then you can take the opportunity to try to fix them. (laughs) Yes, yes. So a lot of times I know we want to, you know, like you're saying, push through and have that willpower just to make the day go good, get the things done. Um, But a lot of times you get more kickback, I think, than, than trying to resolve it in other ways. So think about like your habits in your home. You know, if there's constant friction about cleaning up after yourself after breakfast or putting your school things away and that's a constant friction point, then, you know, you should stop and think about what can we do to fix that or do better, that kind of thing. Yeah, and instead of saying we're going to attack this and we're going to, you know, obliterate this wall that we have come (laughs) up against, we can think about how can we maybe... um, reduce the amount of willpower that's needed to do it. So, for example, cleaning up after breakfast. Well, maybe if we have different items for breakfast or if we we use paper plates for breakfast, (laughs) um, just to, to start the habit going. It's, I think of it a lot like short lessons, okay? We want the child eventually to develop the willpower to make himself pay attention for a long lesson. But rather than saying right from the get-go, you got to pay attention for this hour-long lesson and just willpower through it, we reduce the friction by saying, let's just set up that habit of pay attention for the whole lesson with a short thing, with a small thing. And once that habit's in place, then we can elongated. So with the dishes, you know, maybe we're going to just get in place the habit of clean up after breakfast, but we're going to make the cleanup itself reduced friction pretty easy, like a small thing, a, a short lesson, if you will. And once that habit is back in place, then we can go ahead and elongate the chore as needed or make it bigger as needed. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And I think the ages of your kids really come into play with this. Um, You know, it's one thing if you have littles, usually at that point, you're really focusing on training and just first time obedience and having a joyful heart behind it. Um, And a lot of times that is 
do what I say or, you know, don't talk about, you know, a lot of times that is expecting your child just to do what you ask them to do. And then as the kids are older, I think that's a lot of times when a lot more friction happens because they are their own person and they want to know the why behind what we're doing. And so having good conversations about that friction point, I think is important with the older kids. With the younger um, kids, I was thinking you can reduce the friction. It's more up to you to do yeah. the reducing. <laughs> yeah. Where with the older ones, you're talking yeah. to them about like, how they the can Cheerios. reduce it. I'm going to go to my room. I'll see y'all in <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> I remember when the um, Karen Smith and I, when we both had preschoolers, she was talking to an older, wiser mom in her church. And her mom, that that mom said, you know, some days I just grab the box of raisins and sprinkle <laughs> it on the floor and just let them go at it so I can go do something else. So, sometimes that helps with the friction. <laughs> but even with young ones, I think some of the friction points we can reduce is not putting demands on them when they're hangry. Yeah. You know? Yes. Um, making sure they've got their rest times, making sure that they get to bed at a decent hour, not overwhelming them with what we, you know, directives mm -hmm. when they're not ready to handle that. Yeah. You and know I what think, I mean? I think the flip side of that is we need to do that for ourselves as oh, well. Oh, good point. <laughs> Am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating good? Am I, you know, allowing rest time? I, I think it goes both ways for littles and moms, especially with those yeah. friction points. Yeah, because so. how you feel physically can be a huge friction yeah. point. Yeah, and the days that we don't feel good does take the willpower. Yeah. So on those days where you don't feel good or are having the bad time, that is when willpower comes into play. And I think that's important to know about ourselves and realize about the home atmosphere. And I think with littles, there's a lot of grace given um, as far as routine and trying to figure out what those friction points are. Um, with the older kids, you know, they have their own willpower that they have to show up with when they're right. having a bad day. So I think there's really good life lessons for the olders, um, especially when we're all trying to work through those friction points in our home. And let's be clear, we're not saying you should not have to exert any willpower right. at all. <laughs> this is part of training the will, strengthening it, um, mm -hmm. feeding it and exercising it, as Charlotte Mason put it, that you don't overwhelm it but you do need to give it small choices first. It's just like yeah. like um, exercising a muscle, you know? You don't start by lifting the 300 pounds. Yeah. Which we do that all the time. Oh, you know, well, we get up there eventually, <laughs> you know. But, but you start with the two pounds yeah. or the one pound. Um, so it's the same idea. We're not saying don't exert any willpower. We're just saying... Rather than blaming yourself, I have such lack of willpower and I'm not forcing my way through to make this happen, you might want to take a look around and see where you can reduce some friction points. Yeah, and I think it's, there's, um, there's wisdom in maybe asking your husband maybe what he sees um, or a close friend. And then also if you have older teenagers, Ask their opinion about it, too. Yeah. What's most frustrating about our homeschool day or our Saturdays or whatever the situation is? Um, you know, value their opinion from their perspective. I think there's there's wisdom in that, too. Yeah, especially when it comes to their schedule. Because yeah. so much of teenagers' work is done independently. Yeah. But then you also have things you want to keep doing as a family. And maybe the schedule you laid out, it's like, okay, 
you will do your independent work from here to here, and then we will do our family work here. Maybe that's not working for them. Maybe it's the family work is interrupting in the middle of a lesson, and they're getting frustrated. So asking their opinion and their input and working together mm-hmm. to form a schedule that will work for everyone is a good idea. And <laughs> as we're talking <laughs> about planning for the school year, mm-hmm. be flexible. Things are going to change. Mm-hmm. Just because you say, we're going to try this try this mm-hmm. schedule, keep the word experiment mm-hmm. in your vocabulary, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's make an experiment and try this for a couple of weeks and see how it happens. Yeah, I think that's a great point because, I mean, things I feel like in my experience are always changing. You know, as much as I like to plan and schedule, I think even like a monthly review if not more frequently, but at least that often, I think is important. Um, When the interruptions happen and when the friction points show themselves, it's also beneficial beneficial to have those routines and schedule in place Mm -hmm. because it helps balance when things are difficult and hard and out of routine too. So I just feel like um, they complement each other. And I think to be aware of both sides of that is important. Yeah, it is. Making sure, like you said, you have those routines that actually do work for you. Mm-hmm. I guess all of this yeah. is about finding what fits yeah. best during this season of life. Yeah, and understanding that that atmosphere of your home and the relationships are really what helps create a successful homeschool day or life as a family or field trip to the zoo. That that atmosphere, that culture of your home um, is really what you're cultivating and growing. Yes, atmosphere of your home, as well as the discipline of the good habits and the life-giving ideas as we inspire our children Mm -hmm. to strengthen their own wills by watching us and by listening to the living ideas and practicing. Yeah, and I think that understanding that even if we want to push through and show that willpower that it's, um, balance with grace too for mm-hmm. ourselves because I think we try to claim guilt that isn't ours um, when things don't go right. Yeah, that's a good a good way to yeah. put it. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Thank you. You're welcome. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the video version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links will be in the notes, along with links to any resources that I mentioned. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.